It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community, and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. It's Not Your Fault is a podcast for parents, caregivers, and young people navigating the world and its challenges. Here's your host, Brandon Jones. And welcome back to another installment of It Is Not Your Fault, a teen mental health podcast. I am your host, Brandon Jones, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about coping skills. We're going to talk about coping skills and how to help the young people in our lives deal with the everyday stressors, trauma, anxiety, the things that bother them. We will get to the podcast in a moment. Black Beyond Measure honors and evaluates Black creators, artists, entrepreneurs, and others in the Black community. Target holds the community front and center, supporting their products, ambitions, and efforts, and people behind them, encouraging them to thrive. Capricia Ambers is a local Twin Cities artist whose work can be seen in Target's Diverse Artist series. Her feature design includes beautiful, bold silhouettes that can be found on throw pillows, doormats, mugs, tumblers, and much, much more. She finds inspiration from and connection to her city and community. I'm going to share with you a simple psychological concept and a simple tool to help you engage with the young people in your life. And if you are a young person, you can do this yourself or you can share it with a friend to help you navigate these spaces that we're in. Summer is upon us. It is warm. You know, people are out having fun, engaging with one another, and stuff's going to happen. You know, we can't avoid conflict. We are human beings. Conflict is going to show up one way or another in our lives. And when conflict shows up, it's not, it doesn't mean that you should tuck your tail and run or that you should suffer in silence. What it does mean is you have to do something. You have to respond to the things that are going on in your life that don't feel well. You have to respond to things that are going on in your life that may trouble you, that may scare you, that may make you freeze, shut you down. These are all normal responses to adversity. These are all normal uh, responses to a mental and emotional health these things happen but you can't suffer in silence um and the reason why i'm talking about this is you know 
know, we shared a lot of different information on this podcast. We shared a lot of different tips and strategies for parents and young people, but we haven't dove in too far to some of the psychological concepts that therapists use. And I'm going to share with you some techniques that not only therapists use, but you can use them just as easily. They're not, you know, only sectioned off for therapists to use. And, you know, you can't use them because you're not a licensed mental health professional. No, these are simple tools, simple techniques that you can take in your own life apply it right now cost you nothing and you may see some differences in your life now there's no golden ticket when it comes to mental and emotional health i'm gonna say that one more time there is no golden ticket when it comes to mental and emotional health everybody has their own journey and your journey is unique to yourself you may have have similar experiences as other people you may have similar um responses to things that have taken place in your life but it is your own journey and it's so important for us to understand this especially in today's world where we're having people talk about mental health in all different types of platforms one of those platforms is tiktok and it's 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 beautiful but it's also one of those things that makes me raise an eyebrow where i'm like where is this really going to take us in this in this space of healing and and this journey of helping people get better and i'm going to pick on tiktok here just for a moment because it's so prevalent in the lives of young people and really all people there's a lot of people on tiktok and there's a lot of people on there talking about their mental and emotional health journeys and they're talking about diagnosis they're talking about things that they're doing to feel better which is good to share that information but if you don't have good critical thinking skills, if you don't have good supports in your life, if you don't have sounding boards, people that you can talk to, to help you understand the difference between those people and their experience and your experience, you can get caught into some pretty unhealthy behaviors and unhealthy thinking that could make your mental and emotional health condition even worse so i want to share that with you because i want you all to be creative i want you all to be strategic thinkers i want you all to use reasoning to help you along your journey but i don't want you to get caught in a trap thinking that just because you may have depression or depressive symptoms or anxiety and someone you follow has the same uh diagnosis or you may think they have the same diagnosis does not mean that what worked for them will work for you so there are techniques and tools to implement at various 
different times of your life to see if it actually does work for you. So it's important for us to start understanding the differences between those things. I see a lot of young, a lot of people starting to identify with particular diagnoses. They'll say, you know, I am a depressed. I I am a depressed person instead of saying things like i am a person who has depression or who lives with depression so people are starting to identify with these diagnoses which i also think is not the most healthy thing for an individual to do especially a young person where you're literally developing your identity in those formative years and you don't want to associate those things with a mental health disorder per se now you may have you may have a serious pristine mental illness and it may impact your life but that doesn't mean that it will shut you down or that is the main identifier in who you are so i share all that information to to just really emphasize and highlight the point that your journey is your journey it is unique to you that does not mean that someone else who has a similar journey as yours will have the same outcomes based on what they use so when you take these techniques from myself or anybody else do know that it may hit a little different than it may hit for someone else. And I'm using those terms strategically because that's a term that the young people use, right? And what I mean by hit, and this is a little education for some of the older folks listening to the podcast. When I say it may hit a little differently, that means that the outcome may not be the same or it may feel a particular way for this individual versus the other. So if you hear that type of language, the young people, that's a little education for you that I'll splash into the podcast for today. So let's get into it. Let's get into the content for today. I want to share with you all something called cognitive behavioral therapy. Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, and also known as CBT, CBT, another acronym. We love those acronyms in the human service, social service, mental health world. So CBT is Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. It is a very common therapeutic practice that happens all over the world there are so many different cultural groups who use cbt and i am one of those people who's a champion of cbt i I actually use it i've used it in my own practice um i i use it in my leadership coaching as well it doesn't just happen with mental health i expand it beyond uh folks who are stressed or who are dealing with different stressors and mental health disorders, I've been using it in my leadership coaching because ultimately 
what CBT does, it, it is a it aligns your thoughts, your emotions, and your actions or behaviors all together. It is an alignment of your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. And parents, caregivers, you know this. When you look at those young people in your life and you're like, man, something's off. I don't know what it is, but something's not quite right with this young person in my life. You know, they're saying one, one thing and they're doing another. And then their their you know their responses to things just seems to be off. Usually that's a sign that they are not aligned with their thoughts, emotion, and behaviors. And since they're not aligned, things are out of whack. Things start happening where you're like, what in the world is going on with the young person in my life? And typically we call it growing pains, right? We'll, we'll give cute names to these types of things to make us feel a little better with the current experience that we're having uh, with the young people in our lives. So we'll say, oh, they're just going through growing pains. I've, I know I heard that when I was growing up. I've even said that myself about my own children. But really, it's just a there's a misalignment of their thoughts emotions and behaviors and we gotta have and we have to try to do our best to support them in those times and help them realign those things if we can so that's what cognitive behavioral therapy does it helps to realign those things when they're out of whack so a lot of times when those things are out of whack we have what we call distorted thinking Distorted thinking, or um, uh, another term, I, the term is blanking on me, just right there, right in the middle of the podcast, cognitive distortions, cognitive distortion. sorry about that. So distorted thinking or cognitive distortions are just these different forms of negative thought processes that people go through. And cognitive behavioral therapy aims to eliminate those things to the best of our ability. So I'm just going to share a couple of the common ones with people. You may have heard of black and white thinking or all or nothing thinking. And this is when somebody is just like, oh, I broke up with my boyfriend. I broke up with my girlfriend. No one's ever going to love me. I'm never going to be able to get a date. Ah. Just go to these extremes. It's like, either you're going to be with me and you love me forever, or you hate me and don't like me at all. Don't ever talk to me. Like, so <laughs> you have these extreme polarizing kind of responses. Either you're all the way in or you're all the way out. And that is, we know as adults, we know that that is one of the ways that it's not healthy for us to think because there's always some nuance and some gray area in dynamics that end up happening. Another distorted thinking or cognitive distortion is fortune telling, where people jump to conclusions very quickly. And you'll hear this 
works a lot with young people and things like uh, academics. Oh, I'm not going to go talk to the, my teacher about the essay because they're just going to say that I didn't work hard and they're just going to give me a D anyway. You know, what's the point? They'll just jump to a conclusion without trying something, without giving it a go just to see what the outcome could be. And they don't even know that the outcome might actually be in their favor, but they're so, they're dis- their thoughts so distorted that they just assume that it's going to be a negative outcome. And another one and that, that is very common for young people is what we call magnification. Magnification is when they make things like bigger than what they act actually are they just blow up situations these things become monuments monumental right they become mountains to climb when they don't have to necessarily be like that and then just blow things out of proportion right just like and and i'm seeing this right now my 10 year old and it's funny to see these things happen these things that i read in textbooks help with people with an day-to-day basis and then boom my own kid has dealing with it right so she magnifies everything so for example you know for some reason her her sister well this because her sister but her sister likes to annoy her she's figured out how to press her buttons and and get on her nerves so she'll ask her these you know silly questions to activate her my my old my middle child activates the oldest child and she'll just blow things out of proportion right so my middle child might go to the oldest child's room and she's like get out of my room get out of my room you're always in here doing things and then the middle child's laughing and giggling away but now she's got her all in a tizzy and she She's so frustrated. You come in here breaking things. You come in here t- taking things. You come in here disturbing my peace. Ah, like she just she takes it to this monumental sh- stress level <laughs> that is just like doesn't have to be there. But the middle child has realized I can activate that whenever I want, and I'm just gonna go mess with their teaser and just get her dysregulated and just move on about my life so they just they blow things up out of proportion right she does this anytime i say something to her now as well i can just be like hey let's do your homework my homework you're just gonna yell at me about like just like i didn't say any of that i just was like let's get that homework done but the magnification is something that happens a lot with the young people in our lives so what what do we do what can we do with you know some of these distorted thoughts um there's this thing called cognitive reconstruction that i want to share with you all today that is a that's too fancy and psychological of a title to share with you all cognitive reconstruction we're gonna just redevelop and reconstruct these brains that's not 
100% what I mean. <laughs> it's kind of what I'm saying, but not really. What I mean by this and what cognitive reconstruction is, is it is an exercise in which therapist or a parent or even a friend could do, honestly, supports the clients, looks for their negative thought patterns they tend to fall back on. So things like overgeneralizing, uh, black or white thinking, et cetera. When, that, when you identify those things, you can implement this skill called a thought reframe or or, or think or thought reframing is another way of talking about it. So a reframe is can be done through questions where you can ask somebody, for example, if someone says, you know, everyone in my friend group is consistently judging me. And you can turn that around and say, not all of my friends understand why I do the things that I do, but they don't have to understand why I do the things I do, and that should be good enough. So a young person can say, everyone's judging me in my friend group. And this is why I don't want to have friends anymore. No one tends to believe me, and I'm never going to have friends. I'm never going to be able to date. I'm never going to be able to associate with people. They may blow it all out of proportion. And then as a supportive friend, if you're a young person, as a parent or caregiver, as a professional, you may come in and you may engage with that young person and say, maybe they're maybe they're not judging you. Maybe they're pointing out something to you that you're read, not ready to hear. Maybe you are thinking they're judging you and really they're just complimenting you. Maybe it's something else than what you actually think it is that's holding you back and that is feeding your cognitive uh, disassociation, that's feeding uh, that negative thinking that you have going on. And this, this is what a lot of people have to do is cognitively reframe some of the stuff that's going on. Now, it's not magic, right? You're not going to be able to wave the cognitive reframe wand and all of a sudden things are going to be fixed. But you have to keep doing this. You have to keep giving an alternative thinking habit so that their thoughts, their actions, and their emotions can realign. Because without a counter to those negative thoughts, those negative thoughts will just feed on one another and grow and become a bigger problem. Use cognitive reframing as a way to shut down the negative thoughts and empower the young person to see and understand their surrounding the people that, that they engage with and their possible ability, their hope, is something that is in their control. It is a powerful tool. It's a simple tool. 
yet powerful tool at the same time. So I just wanted to share that with you all because I see so many young people who fall into these negative thinking habits. And, and the, the craziest part, and I, and I was getting at this earlier, but I didn't quite say it. So I'm going to say it here at the end. The craziest thing is that there are platforms, there are apps, there are groups, there are people who feed off the cognitive distortions, who feed off the negative thinking habits. And feeding off those things, and young people are not even aware of it, they're being used as capital. People are gaining dollars and attention and control off of the negative thinking of young people. And it's sick that that happens. I, it drives me up the wall. Empower the young people in your life. Empower yourself if you are a young person. And empower your friends if you're a young person. To not fall into those traps. You don't have to be a victim of these circumstances. But you can be a victor by taking control and believing in who you are and who you are becoming as a young person. So with that, I'm going to zip it up for right now. Uh, this is It Is Not Your Fault 18 Mental Health Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Jones. You can find me in a couple different places. Number one, at my own personal website, www.jegna.org. That is Jegna. Dot org where you can find a lot of good constructive information. You can also find me at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. That is ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. And as always, if you want to share some information, connect, dialogue, check us out at the Facebook group. It is not your fault podcast, the Facebook group where you can come on in, get some good constructive information and share some of your thoughts or even ask a question. And we might use that here on the podcast. That is all for now. We will see you in the next episode. Peace. To check out previous episodes of It's Not Your Fault or to learn more about Brandon Jones, log on to SheLetterMakesMeLaugh.com. Hi, I'm Shaletta Brundage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found ACRA. ACRA provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. The care is not one size fits all. They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with ACRA's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among ACRA clients, ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. 
They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family too. You know Shaletta makes you laugh, but did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business. COVID-19 is still going around, and even a mild case can be serious during pregnancy. So what should you do if you're pregnant and have a positive COVID test? First, reach out to your doctor or healthcare provider. There might be treatment options they can recommend. That includes giving you a prescription for an antiviral drug you take in pill form by mouth. If you haven't gotten a COVID vaccine, it's not too late. Doctors say vaccinations are safe in any trimester but the sooner the better. Pregnancy can be a time of great joy and anticipation. So take good care so you and your baby are healthy. And congratulations. Do you worry that lead-based pain in your older home might be dangerous to your children or kids who visit you? Well, Hennepin County put those fears to rest. Hennepin County offers free lead tests and home assessments. If they find anything, eligible homeowners and landlords can receive up to $15,000 for work on the home, including new windows. The government banned lead-based paint 45 years ago when it was discovered that lead poisoning can affect development and cause permanent damage in young children. But 75% of those homes built before 1978 still contain some lead-based paint. As the paint degrades, it can make dust that little kids ingest when they're crawling and putting things in their mouths. So make sure your home is safe and hazard-free. Learn about testing and that $15,000 grant at hennepin.us backslash lead control. That's hennepin.us backslash lead control. Every business has a story. Maybe yours is just starting out. Maybe you've reached a turning point. Or maybe you feel like you're ready for your next chapter. Work with a banker who understands the resources, expertise, and innovative thinking that it takes to make your business success story a reality. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www.cmentalhealth.org At General Mills, our table is your table, and we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity.